Welcome into Behind the Helm. This podcast features myself, Chief Dowden, a recruiter for the Navy in the Indiana area. However, it was originally created by Petty Officer Levesque and myself to bring together the military past, present, and future, and to describe military life and benefits a bit more in depth to give a better understanding and to show what it takes to make the ultimate sacrifice for your country. This podcast is for anyone, not just those looking to join the military, but also for those that are in, those who have retired, those who have just finished a service, or even those that just want to learn a little bit more information. You can watch the video of this show with bonus content on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our links are in the description, but you can also just search them. No matter what platform you're on and you're just listening to the podcast right now, make sure you go to all of them, find it, like it, share it, follow it, help us get this information out there. We appreciate you and are glad that you're here to listen and learn a little bit about what it takes to be in this military of ours. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. I said I'd never join. Thought living on a sub would be too hard. I figured only the weatherman tracks storms. I said my job wouldn't matter. Never knew how strong I was. I never thought this would be my commute. I never get out of my hometown. Or be the one who stops an attack. Joining the Navy sounds crazy. Saying never actually is. Welcome in to Behind the Help, episode number 71. Talking about getting Hey, today, going to make that money, and that is 100% we're going to be going over today. Welcome in. If this is your 71st time here, man, you're killing it. You're killing it. Thank you so much for being here. If this is your first time here, hey, that's all right. You got to start somewhere. Make sure you go down, smash that like button. If you're watching on Facebook, if you're on YouTube, find that bell, subscribe, do all those algor algorithmic things that help it grow. Number one military podcast in all of Indiana. Uh, reaching for Midwest. I don't know if that's a thing, uh, but we're going for it, right? Uh, today, Petty Officer Levesque was going to try to be back so he could talk about San Diego. He could talk about his move, and he's in the comments. I see him. What's going on there, brother? He had some stuff going on. He got he got called in uh, for a test. Well, he had to administer some some tests some urinalysis, some PP tests. So he wasn't able to be on today, but he's watching. Uh, and we're going to shoot for next week. Really excited to hear from him. You know, it's going to be like high of 50 here tomorrow. I don't know, for those of you out there in Indiana, man, this weather can't make up its mind. So maybe by next week it'll be good and cold, so it'll be perfect time for Petty Officer Levesque to just make us feel great about how the weather is out there in San Diego. Hope you're doing well, man. Uh, we miss you. I'm getting better, though, all right? I only went over time a little bit today. So, 
Uh, episode 71. We're getting it, getting it, getting ready for Christmas. It's coming up, right? A lot of people are going to be going on leave, taking that military leave. Uh, and um, I've been doing a lot of presentations recently in schools with, with different recruiters, different areas. And I've been looking at the pathways for the state uh, being either going to college, going to the military, going into the workforce. And we look at pros and cons because everybody's different, right? So one common thing that comes up and one of the big misconceptions that I've been seeing is actually um, the pay that military uh, especially uh, does not make much pay that we get, you know, paid pretty badly. And, you know, this is, this is crazy to me, um, you know, but realistically I had a friend who kind of even put some things into perspective for me. And we're going to go over a little bit of that today. Uh, we're going to add some numbers and just look at some stuff. And uh, I'll tell you kind of my story with like what my friend told me uh, for my pay. But we're going to talk about you. And if you decided to join, what kind of your first term would look like? And kind of near the end of that term, what would pay look like? So that you have a realistic view of what the military is actually making. And the thing is, is I'm going to show you all this online because you can go verify it. This is, this is information that is out there. Information that is out there. So welcome into Behind the Helm. Episode 71, we're talking about pay, talking about making that money. Everybody wants to make that money right before Christmas time. It's a good thing to know. Uh, and yeah, we're going to jump right into it. Again, make sure to smash that like button down below. Throw a combat, uh, combat, <laughs> a comment in there. Sorry, man. I've been playing that never video uh, the last couple weeks at the beginning. That's the Navy's new video. I love it. It's it's great. It's motivating. Um, it's, it's so truthful. So definitely you know, check that out. It's called Never. You can find it on YouTube. Um, I don't have an homage for the Eagle today. I was actually doing presentations down in Indianapolis, north side of Indianapolis, Lawrence Central. Uh, I told the students that I did uh, anything for if they happened to get on and they uh, put a comment, I'd make sure to give them a shout out. But I give them a shout out anyway out there in Lawrence Central. I got a lot of construction going on that school. It's looking a lot better. And, uh, you know, hey, my heart goes out to um, students and staff at Lawrence North who had a, uh, a fire. Um, there was some arson that happened yesterday uh, and, you know, they had to evacuate the school. So hopefully you guys can get back in there, get your finals done, uh, get on your Christmas break and finish up the year. So, you know, prayers go out to you. Uh, I'm pretty sure from what I saw, nobody was injured. So that's good. So, you know, goes out to you but Lawrence Central I was there man it was it was good talking to a few of you I had some real engaged students that were real apt to ask questions and give me some positives and some negatives and, and I loved it I love doing it I love this job I love talking to people uh, if you can't tell I love talking right so we're gonna jump right in we're talking about some military pay so when I'm doing these positives and these negatives right and I'm I'm pretty honest person. I think you guys know that uh, when it comes down to looking at these pathways that, that the state's having these kids do, and we talk about the ASVAB, which we've talked about multiple times on the show, Armed Services Vocational Aptitude Battery, um, understanding that that is a test that was written for the military, and then that's what we use to put you in. Uh, it's an acronym, Armed Services, Military, Vocational, Job, Aptitude, How Your Brain Works, and Battery, because it's a bunch of questions, right? Uh, so, when we get into the positives, you know, I get the same positives for 
the military a lot for the Navy, you know, free college. Uh, I don't preach that a lot because I feel like it, it gets kind of overdone and we don't really talk about how that works. Uh, I would encourage you to go back, look in the archive uh, and find the episode with Sergeant First Class Licklider where we actually dove in a lot deeper into the uh, college benefits and how that actually works, how you can use that to your advantage. It's a great episode. Uh, we got to talk a, a lot about it. It's pretty lengthy, but I'm telling you, there's some great info in there. And, um, you know, they always bring up benefits uh, like insurance, things like that. I bring up discounts. I'm a, I'm a big discount guy. Uh, you ask my six-year-old son what dad's favorite store is, he's going to tell you Lowe's. I, go, I shop at Lowe's. I, I'm not sponsored by Lowe's. I, DMs are open, Lowe's. I'm just letting you know. Uh, Lowe's is amazing. Uh, veterans and, and military, 10% discount, anything, sales, clearance, everything. It's great. Um, you know, I know some of you are like, well, yeah, but Menards has the mail-in rebate. Okay, well, one, I'm probably going to forget to mail it in. That's why people do a mail-in rebate. So this is like a little thing that grinds my gears. And two, heck, it takes eight to like 12 weeks before you ever get it back anyway. So um, I feel special when I'm at Lowe's. You know, they treat you well. And Lowe's is an amazing company. If you're a veteran out there looking for a place uh, that you want, like a job where they appreciate military, I mean, you know, they wear their blue vest. Um, any veteran, they actually have a camo vest for them that just signifies that they're a veteran. I love Lowe's, but I ask everywhere I go, uh, regardless of if they say yes or no, if they say no, like, hey, no worries. Uh, but, you know, I always ask. So uh, when it gets to the negatives, though, there are some common negatives, and um, we're not really going to talk about those, but one of the one of the negatives going directly into the workforce for a lot of kids is that it's a lower paying job starting out. It's a substandard job, lower ceiling. And one of the upsides though, is that uh, you're getting paid right away. So what I talk about is the fact that if you go into the Navy, as soon as you go to boot camp, you start getting paid money, paid money right away. Um, you know, twice a month, every month guaranteed. Uh, but we don't necessarily talk about the amount. So we're going to look at that. Uh, and then when I talk about, you know, hey, can we move these positives and negatives into these other categories? When I say lower paying job, if you go into the military right out of high school, are you getting a lower paying job? And there are a lot of people that say yes. Uh, and it's so hard to really explain. This is going to be a little bit of a deep dive. There's going to be some numbers, but I'm going to show you visually. Uh, so that you can see it and hopefully you'll understand a little bit more. The thing with military pay is that it is 100% open out there. You can see it. You can look it up. Uh, but what I would tell you is always make sure it's from like a, you know, like a .gov um, website because, you know, the internet, find things everywhere. And we're going to look at some basic things, but also kind of talk about some of the extra things and how that works. And what I want to talk about is... Uh, kind of the end of your four-year tour, if you only did four years, where would you be setting at? Uh, mainly because, you know, we're not talking, the person that I had talked to, uh, we talked last year, you know, I'm an E6, I was almost uh, 10 years in, and um, so it, it's a little different, right? Just like any other job, the longer you're there, the more advanced you are, the more pay you have, uh, which by the way, Happy Navy birthday to me. Uh, I didn't even notice my my mom had posted, and I know she's out there watching. Hey, mom. Uh, had posted a picture the other day on Facebook that 11 years ago I had joined 
the Navy. I had swore in and left that day on December 6th. And I had completely forgot that it was that day. And there is an extra pay coming to me because of that on this month paycheck, which, you know, we'll get into that too, because uh, that's part of it. But yeah, 11 years in the Navy this last Monday. Man, time flies when you're having fun, let me tell you. So 11 years on Monday. And then, you know, the next day, December 7th, is um, a big day in naval history. Anybody out there? I got a few people watching. Uh, can anybody tell me the significance of December 7th? What was December 7th? I'll let you know. Make sure you smash that like button down below. Three, two, and one. It was uh, Pearl Harbor Day, right? So when the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, which really launched us into World War II as a nation, uh, a lot of um, famous words uh, from our president. So it's there's a lot of real famous um, naval history that goes into that and heroism that happened during that and it changed a lot of how we do things so you know we always take a minute to remember that uh, on december 7th but december 6th is pretty important too because that is the day that chief dowden became a sailor so it is what it is so let's hop into this pay again thank you guys so much for being here you're on behind the helm the number one rated military podcast in all of indiana Man, what an honor. I, I have to make my own certificate, though. Like, it was just on a thing. Uh, I don't get, like, a trophy or nothing. And, uh, you know, hey, shout out to my uh, <laughs> my local recruiters in Anderson, Indiana. I know I, I talked a lot of smack about the fantasy football season and uh, how I won last year. Showed you guys my trophy. Uh, you know, I have my championship ring up there. Yeah, it's not looking good for old Chief. Uh, fantasy football has been a little rough. Uh, this year I did, I know Levesque's out there. So I put this out there. He's like ranked number one. Uh, I've played him twice in the season and I did beat him both times. So that's okay. Hoping at least he wins the season. So that trophy stays in the Navy office. I'm looking at you out there, Petty Officer Levesque. Need you to step up your game, man. Where are you at? I know he plays in uh, multiple other leagues. And right now I'm not even going to make the playoffs in ours, but I am uh, fighting for a bye week right now in my other one that I'm playing with a bunch of Navy chiefs in our command. So we'll see how that one goes. You know, it's all fun. It's all fun and games until you lose and then you hate fantasy football. So with that being said, let's hop in to some military pay. I'm going to pull up a few things for you guys here. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean away here because I'm going to make sure that I hit the right button because I want you guys to be able to see, uh, but still be able to hear me. And we know from experience that, uh, yeah, well, I'm not very good at that sometimes. Reaction with Mike. I don't want reaction. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do. Camera with Mike Zoom screen. Nope. Computer screen only. Well, this would work, except you wouldn't really be able to see it. Let's see. Let's just do the reaction. I'll be able to zoom in so you can still see it. We're going to do reaction with Mike right here. All right, you guys can still hear me. Got this pay chart up. I'll, I'll move it around so you can see it a little better. Zoom into it. So this is uh, right off militarypay.defense.gov, uh, and this is the monthly 
basic pay effective first January 2022. So, um, you know, we're getting ready. In case you didn't know, military gets a pay raise every single year. Uh, all 11 years I've been in the Navy, I've gotten a pay raise every year based on inflation. Um, you know, I'll have Petty Officer Levesque kind of talk about it uh, next week if he's on or if, or if he hears this, if he's still watching. He gets a chance to type in there. Even with our housing allowance, it's based off of inflation and where you're at. And we all know that inflation right now has been, it's been rough and the housing market's rough and Petty Officer Levesque moving out there to San Diego is one of uh, the most affected housing markets. It's, it's, it's really high. Well, the military, the Navy doesn't want you to not be able to live uh, where you're at. So because of that, they incentivize some extra pay outside of the normal raise so that those uh, military members out in San Diego could still afford to live. Uh, and because of the spike in pay, people weren't really living out in town. They were just going to military housing, so it was backed up. So they had to, you know, make sure that everybody had what they needed. So they do these types of things. They reviews it, review these as it goes. So as you can see on this military pay scale here, let me, uh, I'm gonna zoom in just a little bit. I know it's probably just a little small, especially if you're watching on a phone, all right? So you can see it says monthly basic effect, monthly basic pay effective for January, 2022. So first January, 2023, that'll uh, be different, but we wanna look at right now, okay? Uh, Cause I wanna give you exact numbers. As you can see up here, it has your pay grade. And then it has years in service, starting at under two, then at two years, at three years, at four years. So what we're going to look at today is we're going to look at four years. We're going to say that you you came in, you got a four-year job, or maybe one of the five or six-year jobs where you have a little extension because your school is a little longer. We're going to look at the end of that four years, okay? Right at your, at your four-year mark, you're making four-year money, all right? So pay grade, you can see here. Uh, that it goes down. We got the officer ranks, right? Officer makes a little bit uh, more than enlisted. Then there is commissioned officer with over four years of active service as enlisted members. I've talked about this with different people. Uh, you can go enlisted and then there are ways that you can become an officer while you're in. So then it's called O over E. So you already have enlisted time and now you're an officer. So that is, you're, you're getting compensated for both of that. You have more time in. Uh, and then you come down here, there's warrant officer, which is a different type of officer. And then you have enlisted, regular enlisted. And this is what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, again, make sure you smash that like button and you might want to stick around for the bonus content. If you caught it, uh, I did the one chip challenge and I am going to, uh, I'm going to show you the video. So, uh, yeah, you're going to stick around for that. As we're looking at the enlisted here, um, I'm going to say that you make um, E5 by the end of your first term. That's, that's what we're going to go at here, okay? So you can see it has uh, E1 uh, with less than 4 because it's a little different, and then just E1. And then uh, you have E2, E3, E4. So in the Navy, if you remember, we've talked about it before, when you're in E1, uh, there are ways that you can come in as an E3, all right? But if you come in as an E1, nine months after boot camp, you're an E2. Nine months after that, you're an E3. Six months after that, you're eligible to take tests for E4, okay? So realistically, if you take that whole time, we're all only at two years. So you still have a whole nother two years to make E5. That's uh, 
you know, that's very, very plausible. So that's what we're going to go with. All right. You can see here, since we're talking about four years, if we come up, we look at the four years, we bring that down to E5. We're looking at $3,058.50 a month. Now, most people would look at this list, see this and be like, man, you know, that's, that's not that much. Um, you know, that's crazy. But what I want to show you today is that this is just the base pay. All right. So there are a lot of different things that go into this and that's what we're going to look at. All right. So I'm going to pull up this calculator real quick. Bam. All right. And we're going to do some, we're going to do some math guys. I know that you were getting math today. So E5, if you're making this $3,058 and 50 cents, uh, that's this year. Okay. So if you made it this entire year now, like I said, in January, there'll be another pay raise. So we'll have to see what that is, but we're going to go off of this right now. All right. So if we take, uh, let's see, I got to make sure I hit the right number. So if I hit the, the number pad, it's going to change my frames here. So $3,058. And 50 cents. All right. And we multiply that by 12 since, you know, it's a whole year. You're going to be sitting at 36,702. Let's just, we're going to take that. We're going to write that down. All right. So I got paint up here. All right. I'm going to draw it. So understand, like, give me a break. All right. Because I'm using my left hand on a mouse and it's, it's not going to come out great. So uh, what do we say that was? $36,702. Okay. All right, $36,702. That's where we would be at, at our four-year mark. That's what we would be making, okay? So we're gonna take a look at that. Now you can see, obviously, as you go up in rank, you can see that the pay goes up. And some of you might be wondering like, well, at, at four years, why is there $0 at E8, E9? Because there's no way you're an E8 or an E9 at four years, that's why, okay? It's not that they don't make money, they make more money. Uh, I don't even think it's, honestly possible that's why it's this way okay all right so we're here um obviously i'm an e7 all right so it's a little different and i have a grandfathered pay it's weird i don't know how to explain it right now but we're just looking at the basics here all right so we have the base pay again you can see this online you can pull this up yourself all right uh so here's this this is the pay we have it we know what it is but what else goes into this pay, right? If I'm telling you that this isn't it and people are seeing this and saying like, man, like that's not very much. Well, let's talk about what other pays go into it. Obviously we pay taxes as well. Um, I actually had pulled up and I'm not going to post it out there. Just so I don't want it everywhere on um, the interwebs, but I do have my, uh, I took a picture of my LES, which is basically our check stub, our leave and early earning statement. And I was taking a look at this. So with taxes, there are different things that come into play with that as well. Uh, there are some states, depending on where you join from, some states do not charge military state tax. Uh, that is a true fact. Uh, I believe Illinois is one of them, Florida, there are a few others, Texas. 
Uh, Indiana is a state that still charges military members state tax, even if you don't live in the state. Uh, if you are a, a, you know, a state quote resident, uh, because in the military, you can keep your home of record as your residency, right? So when I was stationed in Virginia, I just kept my home of residency, Indiana, uh, cause it was just simpler tax wise. Okay. Uh, but you know, we still pay federal taxes. Uh, for instance, I'm looking at my LES from October. You know, I paid over $500 in federal taxes. We still pay social security as well. You know, $275 social security. Uh, still paying to Medicare, even $65 in Medicare. So those are basic taxes that everyone pays. We're all very familiar with those. All right. Um, but the thing is, is that there, I'm looking at an LES of mine and there are two other, there's actually three other pays on here, but there are two others that don't get talked about. And we're going to take a look at those. So the next one is BAS. Basic allowance for substance is what this what this is what this is. Excuse me, um, and we're gonna take a look at that. Let me make sure I have the right one pulled up. Uh, nope, wrong one. Nope, that's something else. Nope, wrong one. Nope, here it is. <laughs> oh no, that's BAH. Oh no, where did it go? I had it pulled up. Did I accidentally close it? I probably did. Man, tell you what. Clothing allowance, CPay. Well, we'll pull it up in a second because I definitely accidentally closed that. Let's just pull it up right now. So we're going to look at what BAS is. BAS, basic allowance for substance. So one second. Now this is another pay that changes as well. And I believe when I pulled it up earlier, uh, they already have, oh yeah, right here it is. They already have it out for January 1st, 2023. As you can see it right here, it might be a little small. Uh, let me see if I can zoom in just a little bit. There we go. All right. So basic allowance for substance. What this is, this is not tax. This is money that you get for groceries, right? It's basic allowance for substance for food. It's to eat. Um, when you are in boot camp, uh, when you are in a training facility where you're using their like cafeteria mess hall every day, uh, they give it to you in your check and then they take most of it out, but not all of it. And you still get a little bit of it back depending on where you're at. Like I'm on shore duty right now. I get all of my BAS, uh, and it provides, that's supposed to help me provide subsidence for myself when you're on the ship you know, they're feeding you every day. So it's, it's helping subsidize that food. So you're not paying for your food, right? So my BAS right now, uh, on my LES shows the same thing, $406.98. That was what it came up to January 1st, 2022. All right. Uh, and you might see like, why are, why is the officer one lower? The officer one's lower because they, um, make more money. I don't exactly know why. Right. But uh, it's been explained to me a couple different ways, but just we're looking at the enlisted side here. So $406.98. I'm getting that every month. That's, you know, supposedly for, for groceries, for food, right? Uh, you know, hey, if, if you're a cheap eater, you can live real good on that. And they're not taking the difference of that back. But you can see January 1st, 2023, that's going up to $452.56. So that's a decent little pay bump just for food a month. That's every month that we're getting that, right? So if we take 
that amount, we're going to multiply that by 12. Um, and you know, we'll go ahead since they have the official one out for 2023 and you know, Hey, look, grocery been getting expensive lately. Let's, let's roll with that. We're going to go, uh, $452 and 56 cents. We'll multiply that by 12 because it doesn't matter E5, E6, E7. This is the same. Okay. So even if you were an E5 at four years, uh, this is what you would be getting. Look at that. That is, they're giving you, they're giving you over five grand a year just for you to buy groceries and it's tax free, right? So, um, five thousand five, four, three, zero, pull it up two different ways, man. I'm gonna forget. All right. $5,430 and 72 cents. Let me pull this over here. All right. So let's, let's go ahead and put that in there too. We're just going to put 5,431. So this is 72 cents. All right. So already you can see that, you know, we're over 40. Okay. Uh, but remember that that 5,000 there is not taxed. That 36 is, is we're paying taxes on, right? Uh, so again, we're going over military pay on behind the helm. Make sure you smash that like button down below. Stick around for the bonus content. Do a little one chip challenge. It's going to be fun for you to see. All right. So we have this basic allowance for substance, but the other thing that we have that we tend to take for granted, and these are things that we actually see on our LES, is we have basic allowance for housing. So they pay for you to live. Now, when you are a young sailor, and this is the other reason I chose E5, when you are a young sailor, if you are single, uh, you do not get BAH until you are an E5, they're going to provide you housing, okay? Uh, and then once you're in E5, they tell you, hey, we're going to give you BAH. Even if you're single, it's time for you to go out, find your own place. You're responsible now. You're making more money. Go. Uh, E1 through E4, if you are married, uh, you also get BAH, right? So what we're going to say is, is that in your four years, you meet the love of your life and you get married. And it's you and one other person. You don't have no kids yet, just you and your spouse all right so we're going to take a look at how basic allowance for housing works all right so this is off of military.com again anybody can look this up uh, and it kind of talks about bah and and you know it has a little bit article on it if you want to talk or uh, you want to read a little bit more on it check it out military.com just search bah um, bah is not a set thing it is based off of your pay grade whether or not you have any dependents, and uh, it is also based on your zip code. It's also based on your zip code. So we can see right here, I already have this up. This is for 2022. BAH will go up again, 2023. Uh, I put in E5, and I went ahead and put in Anderson, Indiana, because that's where I am considered to be stationed, right? Anderson, Indiana. If we were here, it, that would be on shore duty, right? With a dependent, you would be looking at getting $1,206 a month. And that is supposed to be for like your rent or your mortgage and your bills. Okay. That's for you and your spouse. Now, if you are a single sailor, it's a little less because this money is also supplemented for you to help provide for your family. However, most uh, people at, at this time in their, their career, they're still at um, their 
military station. So let's use Norfolk, for instance. See if it pulls up this way. Which is one of the biggest naval bases. So it's a good one to use just for an example. You saw how much it was. Now, this is based off the zip code, and you can see this. Norfolk, Virginia, this year was $1,767 a month. So it's higher. Why? Well, it's like $500 higher, right? $560 higher. It's the cost of living. It is more expensive in Virginia than it is here in Indiana. The cost of living is higher. They recognize that. They base it off the cost of living in the area. Even as a single sailor, you're still $1,500 as a single E5 sailor, if you were an E5 here in Indiana, uh, a single sailor is making more in Norfolk, Virginia, and BAH than you are with dependents in Indiana. But again, this is over cost of living, so that's why. So again, we're going to say that, uh, you know, hey, you, you got, you know, we don't have to say you got married. We'll, we'll just say you're single, okay, because it's still pretty good, right? $1,575 a month. So we're going to put that in our calculator to see how much they're going to give us in housing a year, okay? We clear this out, and we're going to say $1,500. And $75 a month. We're going to multiply that by 12. So we see how much we're going to get for housing a year. Look at that. $18,900. 18, almost 19 grand uh, as a single sailor. A single, so you're not married. You don't have a family. You got no kids. They're giving you almost $19,000 to live on or to, to provide a home and utilities and stuff a year. And I will tell you, and I know other people in the military uh, could definitely back me up on this. Most of the time when you're a single sailor, E5, E6, you know, you either just have a small apartment or whatever, or um, I know guys who would go in like buddies, you know, be roommates, and then you're still getting your BAH. So, you know, that's that's a big chunk of change right there, right? Uh, 18,900. Let's go ahead and add that to our, our list that we're working on here. You see, this is going to start adding up real quick, right? So $18,900 uh, a year in housing. E5, single sailor, right? Single sailor. We're, we're, we, you know, this is even with a dependent. With a dependent, it's more, okay? Uh, actually, I messed up because something that we're going to look at, I had incorporated if you were married. So I actually need to change this. Uh, so let's go seven. We're going to go with a dependent 1767. Let's see what that is. And we're going to change that 17 because I want it to be accurate for you. 1767 multiply that by 12. Let's see what that is a year. If like, let's say you and your spouse, right? It's just you and your spouse. How much are you getting for housing? $21,204. Wow. Okay. 21,000. What was it again? 21204. All right, let's write that down. I got to erase the other. Don't make fun of my writing either, man. It's on paint with a mouse. It's not that easy, okay? But I want to make sure that you, you can see it, okay? All right, good. So we have our base pay. These are the, the three main things on every military check. We got our base pay. We've got our basic allowance for subsistence, and we have our basic allowance for housing. Okay. Now 
there are other pays that come into this too, depending on where you are and what you do. We're going to talk about a couple of them because there's a bunch of different ones. Um, you know, when you go on deployment, uh, you know, you're away six to nine months, like you're still pulling into ports. You're still seeing stuff. We talked about that, but if you are away from your family for more than 30 days, you get family separation pay. They are going to pay because you're away from your family, right? So there's this, you know, misconception with the military. You're just going to be away from your family all the time. Not so much all the time, but even when you are away from your family, you're going to get paid money um, to cut. I mean, it, it doesn't, you know, obviously you want to be home with your family, right? But look at this family separation allowance, FSA. All right. So you can see here. Um, it, it kind of tells you about it. It's more than 30 days. Once you go over 30 days, you will start getting this. So like when we were on deployment, once we were gone for 30 days, every month we were getting this FSA is payable at the rate of $250 per month. And then it's prorated to 833 a day for periods less than a month or, um, like, you know, you're, you're gone for more than 30 days, but then you come back and it was, let's say 76 days, they prorate it, but $250 a month. Like, yeah, I want to see my family, but Hey, that's nice knowing that I can provide for them, uh, a little bit extra while I'm gone. So maybe my family is, you know, out going to some extra movies or, or doing some stuff, you know, uh, because I'm not there. So $250 a month. That's, you know, that's not bad. That's something that doesn't get talked about, right? So we go out on those deployments. We're out having fun and stuff, uh, getting to see these ports. We're also getting paid extra to do it, right? So there's that, okay? There are a few other things too. So there's a clothing allowance. Now, this one is effective as of October 1st, 2022. This doesn't change every year. It changes every now and then. So the reason that I was excited to realize that it was my Navy birthday, uh, every year on the, you know, birthday of, of you enlisting in the Navy, you get a clothing allowance. When you're in recruiting, you get two because we're, we're in all of our uniforms all the time. So it's a little extra benefit. So I get two of these a year at six months and 12, but the normal sailor gets one of these every single year. Now, this money is supposed to be to update and maintain your uniforms. Whether you do that or not, nobody's checking that. I mean, you have to have a good uniform. So if your uniforms are still good, hey, you're good to go, right? So you can see this is a little different and how this plays out uh, for, and this is Navy because each one, our uniforms are different, right? So Navy is specific. Navy special initial clothing allowance is, um, that's your initial. I didn't want initial. Uh, that's your first one. I wanted the um, reoccurring one. Shoot, I clicked the wrong one. Let's see if I can pull up the regular one where it shows uh, not just initial. Let's try this again. While I'm pulling that up, make sure you smash that like button. Share this feed, right? You never know. You really just never, never know who um, may see this and benefit from it, okay? So here we go. FY 2023 Military Clothing Allowance, effective October 1st, uh, 2022. Navy, male, female, it's a little different. Our uniforms are a little different, all right? There's a cash payment portion 
that's not a thing like it's for something different we're looking at the amount that you get on your check value of standard initial clothing allowance no this is showing the initial uh and so the cash payment portion that's what you get each year all right so navy mail this is not right this is not what i'm looking at because it's more than this man i should have looked at mine from last year anyway you can see your initial clothing allowance this is to get all of your uniforms right off the get uh they're going to give you males over two grand females uh over two grand as well and um <laughs> i don't know why it's not pulling it up but i can tell you 100 percent that it's like hundreds of dollars like 300 bucks and uh, it just keeps showing me the initial one Mm. supplementary clothing allowance here we go annually uh let's see now we just got to find the the right one duty as a midshipman duty as a musician so there are different duties that you have as well because of the types of uniforms that you have to wear like as a musician they have uh, a, a certain uniform they have to use um uss constitution they have to get their uniform ceremonial guard so forth so on uh, active duty or select reserve duty and the individual conditions required the wearing of maternity uniform that's different duty in office and I thought I pulled up the right one and now uh, I'm stumbling around trying to find this anyway it is annually so it should be one of these so I'm pretty sure it's it's like $200 you're getting a year we're just gonna say 200 because I know you get it every single year uh, I could have pulled it up on mine. I just didn't because the the LES isn't completely visible for November yet. But I could have pulled it up from last year uh, or six months ago. But it's fine. We're gonna say two hundred dollars. This is like right around two hundred bucks. Man, we got somebody out there on Twitch. Hey, I want to offer promotion of your channel viewers, followers, views, chat bots. The price is lower than any com uh, competitor. The quality is guaranteed to be the best. Auto on. Incredibly flexible and convenient order management panel. Everything in your hands. Turn it on, off, customize. Go to whatever.com. Why? If you're watching on Twitch, sorry, just ignore that. All right, so we add this $200, okay? So clothing allowance, that's every year. We're only putting $200 because it is once a year. You're not a recruiter, so you're not getting it twice, all right? All right, um, now, you're, you're a sailor. Now, we talk about, um, we've talked about, you know, that there are a lot of jobs in the Navy that actually don't go out to sea you don't have to be on a ship but for the most part when you join the navy a lot of people want to go because they want to travel or at least that's what i did right i wanted to travel um so one of the special pays that we get um is sea pay now as a recruiter we get special duty pay all right so that's a set amount a month that's on my check stub so i don't have c pay anymore but i did uh and then if i go back to c i'll have it so like petty officer levette going back to c duty he will get c pay now this is um a little different it starts out very low and then i'll show you how this works so you can see c pay premium this is right off of military.com c pay premium this is a month 
All right, so CPAY for Enlisted Navy and Marine Corps. Uh, basically, to get CPAY premium, you just have to be attached to a C command. So, uh, like Petty Officer Levesque has talked before about when he was on his ship and he was in the yards, he was still getting CPAY because he was attached to a C command. All right, so if we come down here, just like before, let me zoom in a little bit. Whoa, too big. There we go. All right, so you can see right here, again, it has your pay grades and then it has your years of service under one year, over one year. So this is, you know, zero to 11 months and then one year, two year, three year, four year, so forth, right? Has your pay grade. So you come in E1, E2, E3, so forth, so on, whatever you get to your ship at, you're gonna start out low. It's gonna be 70 or $50, all right? After a year, it goes up like $10. Then it doubles, unless you're still like an E1. Then it doubles, which you shouldn't be after two years. That means that you got in trouble, right? Uh, it doubles, right? But the big one is over three years, right? Uh, it goes way up again. You can see this big progression here, right? But we said that we're at four years. We're in our fourth year, okay? And that we're an E5, and we're over four years now, $375 a month in CPAY, $375. Now you can, this CPAY adds up and you can see there's a whole other chart down here because like if you're attached, if, if you're one of those guys that's attached to a C command for over 20 years, uh, you can do that, right? Uh, go over 10 years. Now this is total time on C duty. You see that this gets pretty high, but we're talking E5 over four years. And we're looking right here, $375. So you were on your C command, right? Because I was still on, on the coal at four years. $375 a month, all year, right? So let's put that in there. $375. We're getting that for 12 months. Look at that. $4,500 just for being attached to a C command. Now, that does not mean out to C. You're getting that when you're in port. You're getting that... Right, so you just have to be attached to a C command. All right, so for me, uh, I went to school for a while and then I went to my ship. I was on my ship for four and a half years, right? So that entire time I was there, I was earning this. Um, you know, so when you leave a C command, uh, you kind of realize, like, oh man, I kind of took a pay cut. Uh, so a lot of times you'll go into special duties like recruiting where you get a little supplement. So $4,500 a year. Let's go ahead and we're going to put that in here too. All right, so we got our 4,500 in there. Um, and, and here's the thing, guys, right? Uh, we're talking about this. We're talking about military pay and showing that it's not low. It's not low paying. It's not low ceiling because there's a lot that we look at. I would encourage you if you came in halfway through to definitely go back and look at it because this is all adding up to something uh, that's, that's really important. And I think that this gets overlooked a lot because we only look at one thing. Everything I've shown you so far is completely online. Um, pay scales. You can even look at drilling uh, for reservist scales, right? If you want to go reserves, uh, that's out there. Basic allowance for housing is out there. You can put in exactly where you're at, what your pay grade would be, whether you have dependents or not. Um, and you can see those rates as well, which those will be changing the first of the year, but that's okay. We're just going with what it was this last year, your basic pay scales, and then 
talking about C pay again, we're saying that we're an E five just over four years. We're finishing up our first term. Um, and we're deciding whether we're going to stay in or get out. So we have to look at the reason I'm showing you this is when you come to where you're looking at, are you going to stay in or are you going to get out? Maybe you're just looking at joining and you just really think that you're not going to make any money. Uh, this could help, but maybe you're somebody who's in a term and you know, when somebody put this into perspective for me, Oh, man, it really changed my thinking. I'm not an analytical numbers guy. So what I'm doing for you right now, trust me, is out of character for me. Uh, I'm not a huge numbers guy, but I want you guys to see something's really important. Make sure you smash that like button. You know, comment down below. Definitely um, watch this again. Take a look at this. And like I said, I mean, it's all online. You can look this stuff up. I'm, I'm not blowing any smoke here. Like, I want you guys to know this, right? So we have that. Now, there are some other pays that you can get we're not going to put the um you know we're, we're not going to put the family separation in there okay we'll say that you didn't go on deployment this last year you didn't go underway for more than 30 days but understand that that's an incentive pay understand that um you know if you went on a deployment and you crossed um certain parallels uh latitude longitude that you could be in a tax-free zone where you're not even paying tax on your base pay you know but we're not necessarily going to be even talking about like taxes in general. This is for all intents and purposes, what you would be making as an E5 on a C command at, at, at C duty. Uh, and you were there for, uh, four years, you got your kicker, you know, you had a short school, you're there. So we're going to add this up. This is an E5. This is four years. Okay. Four, really about five years. So we're going to say that you got through boot camp. All that stuff. You're about five years. So let's add this up here. All right. So to add our numbers up here, we got 36702. We're going to add that to the $5,431. Remember, that is money a year for food. We're going to add that to the $21,204 that we got uh, for housing for us and our spouse that we're now married to. Uh, we're going to add the 200 because we're going to get at least one uniform allowance. It was roughly 200. I couldn't find the exact for whatever reason it was eluding me. And then we had our CPAY, another $4,500. So at the end of that year, you just made, this is four years in, okay? You made in money, in money, $68,037. All right, that's, I mean, look, that ain't bad. That's pretty good. But we're not done yet. All right. This is where a buddy of mine really opened my eyes to something, right? So $68,037. I'll write that down. You're an E5, you got four years in, you, you've made 68K, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, you got to pay for some stuff, right? We said that you got to pay for taxes. That's cool. We're, we're talking about pre-tax. All right, that's fine. All right, 68K. 68K. Uh, plus, not all of this is taxed, right? But this is this is your, your money, what you're getting paid. All right? Now, if we look at this, like, all right, cool. What's one of the biggest benefits that everybody always talks about 
when it comes to the military other than college, um, even though that has a monetary value, we're talking about a yearly cost. One of those is medical insurance. Now, we could go into medical, optical, dental, life insurance, all these other things, but we are going to talk about um, medical benefits and medical only, okay? So, medical insurance is expensive, quite expensive. And a lot of times in the military, we completely forget about it. Here's why. We don't pay for it at all. It's not, yes, we say that we have free medical insurance we're taken care of. Everybody thinks, well, it's only Navy doctors. Like, look, I'm here in Indiana. Ain't no Navy doctors here. Um, you know, I go over to Daleville, uh, Dr. Caleb Overpeck, shout out. Uh, he's doing well and a uh, really great guy. But if you're looking for a doctor in the area, uh, but you know, that's just a civilian doctor. Uh, I have tests done. I have things done. You know, I got my allergy testing, all this stuff and it's all paid for, right? Medications I have, I don't pay anything. I don't pay co-pays. I don't pay, um, you know, prescriptions, like nothing, none of it. But most of the time when you have this type of insurance, one of two things is, is there, you know, it's an HMO and you're paying co-pays and these type of things, or you're paying for your insurance. So could I tell you that after you get out of high school or you've been out for a couple of years that you could get a job and in four years you could have insurance? Like, yeah, 100%. You could have insurance offered to you by that job, but you're going to pay for it. You're going to be paying for it. It's offered through the company at a company rate, and then you're paying out of pocket for it. Um, you know, for instance, I'm not shouting out any, any teachers or anything, but you know, a teacher today chimed in and said, you know, Hey, look, I work for the school. I have insurance. Um, but yeah, I have to, I have to pay for it, right? It comes out monthly so that I have that coverage. So the question becomes, what is the cost of insurance? And I will tell you for any of you who have tried looking this up anywhere that you try to look this up, it's actually really hard to look up. It's really hard to look up because every site you go to wants you to enter in a bunch of information to get a quote and then they just don't give you a quote. All right. So we're talking about being under 50, healthy, you and a spouse, you and a family, what would it cost? So after much, much searching, uh, I found an article on eHealth, all right, eHealthInsurance.com. Um, so it is a reputable site. You can check it out. And it actually gave me more of what I wanted to talk about. Uh, so you can check this out as well. So how much does health insurance for families cost? And the reason I was talking about this is... You know, we're saying that, that you're married, right? So you all know that I got married this last May. Um, you know, I have my son. My family is on my insurance automatically, and it's free for them. You know, uh, my wife, like, she goes to the doctor, it's free. My son is free. It's it's taken care of, okay? We're not paying for that, all right? There's no co-pays. There's no nothing. So, you know, this talks a lot. I read through this. It's talking about how much is family insurance, uh, coverage, you know, there, there are factors that influence insurance costs. So we're talking averages. All right. Cause there's age determination as well. Um, you know, assuming the couple is age 50. So we're talking older, uh, a lot of things go into factoring this, but in a general sense in 2022, the average monthly premium cost of the popular silver plan for a 40 year old couple. All right. Now, obviously you're going to be a little younger than this, but 
40 years old. I think 40 and down is about the same. It really doesn't change until you get to 50. 40 year old couple was $1,052 a month. A month. That's for a couple. A 40 year old couple with one young child would pay an average of $1,362 a month uh, for the silver plan. And a family of five would pay around almost two grand a month. This is huge, right? So we're saying it's just you and your spouse. We're talking $1,052 a month, okay? $1,052 a month would be, and and there's I didn't really look up what the silver plan is, but the fact that it's a plan and that there's more than one, it's not just one plan, probably means that there's co-pays and all kinds of stuff. And I don't know. We're, we'll, we'll just say that for $1,052 a month, you have the same as in the military, full coverage where you don't pay for anything, None of that, which I highly doubt it's that, but that's okay. All right. 1052 a month for just you and your spouse. That is a lot. Okay. So let's put that in. 1052 times 12. That's $12,624 a year. $12,624 a year. So when you have a job out there and you have this, you have to look at what you're making and then subtract this from it because you're paying this out of pocket, right? This is, this is getting paid out. And like, of course there's different things that come into play. Um, you know, smoking this, 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 that doesn't change for the military, whether you're a smoker or you're not, um, you're covered. Okay. But realistically, Realistically, if you have full coverage in the military, right, you would have to take this $12,624 and you'd have to add it to your pay. The reason you would have to do that is you have this $68,000 in these payments here. You're paying, you're not paying for this insurance. So for you to kind of figure out like what would I be making uh, out in the civilian realm, you would have to add this to it. And this is just health insurance, right? So there are a lot of people that maybe don't have optical insurance and they don't have dental insurance and they don't have life insurance. We have those things and those have a monetary value, but because um, those for a lot of people are, are more optional, they may not have it. So we're just looking at the baseline here, okay? So this is kind of the baseline of what you would, you know, if you said, ah, I could probably do without, you know, dental and optical and I don't need a life insurance plan. Although these are things to have, you know, this would be the baseline. So if we take this 12,624 and we add our $68,037, again, this is an E5 with four years, you are at 80,661. Let me write that down. So that's just with medical insurance, right? You're an E5, an E5. You're not an E6, you're not a chief, right? Uh, you're living in Norfolk, you're getting this pay. Uh, you're pocketing a bunch of this money. Hopefully you're saving, you're, you're paying into your TSP, into your savings. And there's probably some other pays on top of that as well that you're getting. And if you keep it into perspective, um, 
you have dental and optical and life insurance and oh wait a minute there are a few other money things as well um, when you live on a military base or near one you don't have to live on it uh, we have things called commissaries and exchanges ours are um, the navy exchange army is the px which is the post exchange um, the marines are the uh, marine exchange and then the Air Force have the BX or base exchange. Uh, the base exchange, the way to think about that would be kind of like a department store slash convenience store. Uh, but like in Norfolk, Virginia, it's it's massive. It's like a, think like a super target, right? Uh, electronics, everything, clothes, um, it's huge. And the thing is, is it's all name brand stuff uh, as far as clothing and their sales and all kinds of things, housewares, but, um, you know, grills, outdoor stuff, lawnmowers. And here's the thing. When you shop there, which you have to have a military ID to shop there, it is tax-free. You don't pay taxes. So, you know, you might not notice that on some things. But when it comes to, like, electronics, right? I was talking today. Let's say you're getting a new TV. And that TV is $800. And it's a good deal. And you get it for $800 at Best Buy. Or you can get it for $800 at the Navy exchange. Well, uh, at Best Buy, you're going to pay tax on that and tax on, on $800. I mean, that, that gets pricey. When you buy it at the exchange, you're paying $800. Like that's it. So, you know, there are ways to save money that way too, where you're not paying out taxes. Now on our, on our pay, you're paying taxes, but some of this stuff is tax free, right? So we're talking like pre-tax. Okay. The reason I tell you this is that this is this is an E5 with four years in, okay? 80 grand, 80 grand in four years, over 80 grand. And that's not even including everything. And the reason that I want to bring this up is, it, it, like I said, it, it's something that comes up. Um, it's something that people have this, this built-in thought that, that military just doesn't make much money. Uh, so let me go back here. Bam. All right, we're done with the paints with paints. I'll paint you a picture later. Um, but a buddy of mine, good friend of mine, uh, he was in the Navy, did he, he had my job. So it's a six year contract, four year plus two year extension. Cause our school's really long at the end of his six years, he was an E5. Okay. Um, so, and he was on sea duty. Uh, so he was probably making right about this, depending, you know, this a while ago. So it might've been a little less, uh, but on top of the other stuff that he had, he decided he was going to get out, got offered a job, civilian side, kind of doing what he was doing in the Navy, hired him on at like 86000 like right out the Navy. It's pretty good. Not bad. Uh, and the reason I said you and one dependent is it was just him and his wife. They were younger. Um, you know, he still works for his company. Last year after I did my taxes, talking to my friend, and, um, you know, I hadn't talked to him in a while. I'm asking him how this job is going. And he said, man, it's been going good the last few years. You know, I've been getting these certificates from them. They, they have me do this stuff and, you know, it's pretty set what I'm doing. It's good. And I asked him, I said, man, if, if you don't mind me asking, um, you know, what, man, what are you making now? And he's making around 97.5, 97.5, um, getting real close to that 100,000 mark, right? And I told him, I was like, I was so happy for him. I'm like, man, you're just out there, you're killing it. You're doing a great thing, man. It's, that's awesome. I'm so happy for you and your wife. And he said, man, you are making more money than me. And which took me aback because again, when we look, when, when we look at this pay, um, you know, what we see on our W-2s is much less than that. 
you're going to see that, you know, 36,000, less than 40,000 because of these other pays that aren't taxed. Right. And so it's like, no, man, like I just did my taxes. Trust me, you made a lot more money than I did. Uh, but he is that analytical guy. He is the guy who started putting this together. So at the time, myself uh, and my now wife, we weren't married. It was just me and my son. And uh, he said, okay, look, like for instance, like just looking at that um, pay and that, that amount for health insurance, we don't know if that's full coverage or not, some silver plan. Uh, he has a good government job, making good money, so he does have full coverage insurance, but he still has to pay for it, right? And he still gets a really good rate, but he said, do you know how much it is just for me and my wife for health insurance, just health insurance, a year? I said, no, man, I mean, I don't know. He said, we still pay $650 a month. He was like, you got to take that 650 multiply that by 12 uh, and then add that in. You know, add that to your pay because the difference is, is that you're making this amount and it seems low to you. And I'd be may maybe making this amount up here, but I also am paying out after the fact for these other things, right? I'm like, dang, man, I never thought about that. So he starts looking up some stuff. We're sitting there, we're crunching some numbers, right? Uh, at the time he had looked up the average um, and, and it was really comparable because it was just me and my son. It was just two people and it's just him and his wife. Um, he looked at optical insurance, dental insurance, life insurance. I have a life insurance policy on my son. Um, we pay a little bit into that, but comparatively not as much as you would if you had it out in the civilian world. So he's looking up the average cost of these things, taking the difference because it has a monetary value, right? There's a mon monetary value attached to these things. Um, and we just don't see it. Even us in the military, we take it for granted. We forget because we don't see it on our LES. We're, we're not paying out to it. Uh, we don't even see it come in and go out. It's just, it's not there, right? So he adds up all this stuff. Now, granted, now you're talking about my pay. And at the time I wasn't a chief. I'm an E6 uh, with just, I, I hadn't even hit my 10 year mark yet. So this is for the year before. This is nine years. I'm not even at 10 years yet. He adds up all this stuff. And there were a few other things, um, like I said, the optical, the dental, the life insurance, things like that, right? Uh, that weren't in there uh, when we added up the E5 and the E5, we got up to 80 grand. Uh, so after he adds all this stuff up, it was over $100,000 for me to get out and have a civilian job making what I make now and being able to provide what I provide for my family. And obviously it would be even more now because now that, that I am married myself and Claire and, and then Logan, like, so that's three. So that would be even more for the insurance and things of that nature. It goes even higher. And, and you best believe I got that life insurance on my wife too. She comes up missing. Um, it's because I found out that she was going to murder me. No, I'm just kidding. She does. She watched all those murder mystery shows and stuff. And, uh, you know, it, it took me a minute to make her the beneficiary for my life insurance policy. Because uh, I have a feeling that she actually knows how to make me disappear. She knows all that stuff. But anyway, so I, I don't make her mad. Um, you know, over 100000 And the reason I didn't add in some of that stuff, the optical insurance, the dental, like I said, that's kind of optional. Some people just don't get that. They, you know, I, I don't I don't need that. Like, that's cool that you give it to me. But like, you know, if I was trying to find a job, I, I don't need that. So I could I could do without life insurance. Like, I, I don't need that. I could do without, you know. Um, but realistically, these are things that you get for free that are benefits. And 
these are just the monetary things. There are so many other things like being able to shop tax free, being able to get the discounts uh, on the stuff that we do, you know, Lowe's in general, right? I mean, hey, you, you Petty Officer Levesque has talked about it. I might um, talk to him, you know, about next week. Maybe I get him to talk a little bit about VA loans uh, as well as, you know, buying, selling homes. Uh, because that's something uh, a benefit that we have so you're saving money to be able to even continue on so what i'm telling you is and the reason i wanted to go over pay is because um it, man back in it, it was different it was different back in the day all right my grandfather was an army ranger in vietnam and when he told me what he used to get paid i was like oh man uh and when i tell him the the benefits and the pay and the stuff that i have like it's pretty mind boggling to him. Um, and like back then there, you didn't get incentive pays and stuff like that. Um, you know, obviously we're never going to be in, in anything like Vietnam anytime, probably in my lifetime. Uh, but like, obviously that would be now you'd be, you get combat pay hazard duty. There'd be extra pays on top of extra pays just because of where you are. So, you know, depending on where you get stationed, even like, Hawaii is uh, part of the United States, but I think people forget like how far away it is. And because Hawaii is a, you know, vacation spot, uh, it's more expensive to live out there. So even before all the inflation stuff, they got an extra pay that normally you get overseas. So even though you're in the United States, in Hawaii, you're kind of considered overseas and you get cost of living allowance is extra money to be able to live. So I'm telling you, it's, I know it's hard to see and, and visually, you know, I don't know if, if me showing it to you really helped. I hope it did. Um, because I'm telling you right now, if, if you can get accepted into the United States Navy, uh, if you can get accepted into the United States military, you're getting offered basically a bag of money, but it's not tangible because you're getting these untangible things. Um, you know, you have to weigh those pros and cons. And unfortunately, you know, when, when people tell me that a con is, is what we make, it's so hard because I can't sit down and show them this. I can't sit down and write this all out. I can show them one of my LESs, like my check stuff, but, you know, really taking into account the cost of insurances and things like that, that we just don't even pay for, which, you know, the very last thing that I'll even say about that before we, you know, wrap it up is taxes. When you pay your taxes at the end of the year, for those of you who've had a job, have a job, been out there and know what I'm talking about. When you pay your taxes, there are things called tax brackets. So basically, if you make from this amount to this amount, you pay these taxes. If you make more, this, 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 so you pay more taxes. So my buddy told me, he's like, look, man, you know, it may have looked like you made a lot less money, but, you know, realistically, I just showed you that you did make more than me. But because my W-2 says I made, you know, around 97.5, I was in a higher tax bracket than you. So he also had to pay more taxes than I did. Wow. Are you kidding me? Like, how crazy is that? Uh, so it helps us in a whole nother, another way, you know? So it's just something to think about, man. Get the information, make your own educated decision. Thank you so much for, uh, joining me on behind the helm. I, I know 
a lot of numbers and stuff might have droned on a little bit. Um, but this is important. This is this is great info, and I really hope that you got something out of it. I hope that you share it. I hope somebody sees it, and it really kind of changes their mind. Man, I didn't even talk about reenlistment bonuses, signing bonuses. Right now, high school seniors that join the Navy, I mean, I'm just throwing this out there. If you're a high school senior right now and you join the Navy, just because you're a high school senior and you ship to boot camp next summer in June or July, they're going to give you $10,000. What? I didn't get anything. $10,000 extra dollars is a shipping bonus, right? You join. Now, I mean, look, this stuff changes month to month, but this has been going on for a little bit. I don't know how long they're going to keep around. You join, you pick a job, you ship in June or July. They're going to give you ten. dollars grand how does that work uh you go to boot camp the day you graduate boot camp i had just had a guy back on rap duty that that had something like this it was a shipping bonus he said the day after he graduated boot camp it was in his bank account like no joke um it is a shipping bonus for going you just have to get through boot camp now that is a lump sum and that is something that gets taxed and because it's a lump sum it gets taxed kind of high but i mean are you kidding me i mean i know there are companies out there right now that have, you know, bonus, like even just regular companies, they're, they're going to pay you a bonus. Is it 10 grand? Is it 10 grand after 10 weeks? Is it giving you all these incentives outside of that? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just saying, look at it. Hey, look, message me, message me on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, right? Reach out to me. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, how you doing, Kim? Good to see you. Caden, which is her son, one of my future sailors, got his the day he graduated because uh, he had a he he had a little bit different shipping bonus. It wasn't just the senior one. He uh, chose to leave a little early. We don't have to talk about how much, but it was, oh, oh my gosh, I wish I actually said, "Can I go back to boot camp for that?" Because it was I'll, let's just say it was over twenty grand. Okay, like I, I'll go back. Like, what's up? How do I get it? Um, but yeah, so right there, that's that's from a mom, Kim. Good to see you. Uh, um, her son is out there doing great things and, and, you know, that's, that's proof right there. Most of the time, uh, it's, it's the parents that hate the recruiters, not, not around here, man, not with me. So, uh, you know, make sure you reach out, message me. My phone number is on, on the pages, all the pages, 765-969-4313. Uh, you can text me, call me, you can message me, whatever you want to do. I don't care if it's not for Navy, man. If you're just like, man, I really want to join the army. Look. I'm a fancy football league with all of them or, well, I'm in a different state. Uh, I don't see Nate on today. Our buddy that's normally, uh, he, he watches, he contacted me. He called me right about the Navy and he's working with recruiters up in Michigan. Like that's fine. Like I will get you in touch with who you need to get in touch with. Just know your options, come in and find it. All right. So again, I thank you very much for tuning on behind the helm. Got a little bonus content for you. Um, you know, the whole bonus. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You were just behind the helm. If you want to watch that bonus content, make sure to head on over to Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, where it is available right now. No matter what platform you watch or listen to this show on, make sure you like it, follow it, share it, hit the bells, do whatever it takes to help grow this channel. You can also watch the episodes live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The link is in the description, but you can find it by searching Behind the Helm on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook. Thank you again, and we hope to see you next time.